Hello, everyone, and welcome to OT Ladies. I'm Sarah. Hi, everyone. Welcome to OT Ladies Talk. This is Dana. So we're going to talk today about coronavirus because that's been on a lot of people's mind the last couple months, and it keeps building in terms of information and cases throughout the world. So that's our topic for today. Yeah, it's a very sensitive topic for definitely、um, most people or some people, and、um, it makes people panicking,、um, a lot of stress. Um, so let's let's talk about it. It's kind of I want to know about it a little bit more at your setting, Sarah. So I know your work、um, at the inpatient hospital versus where I work. It's an outpatient. So、um, what's going on there? Well,、uh, it started with you know emails of going out. What's going on regarding the coronavirus? What it is? What we can do? And initially, you know, back in I don't know, maybe February. There was masks that were posted outside of the hospital, and if you were sick, it, there was a big sign: "If you're sick, take a mask." Well,、okay. that lasted about a week, and then I noticed, okay, there's hand gel everywhere, but where's the masks? And that began the conversation and the emails that were going out. There is a hospital-wide、mm-hmm. uh, masks shortage. So. Come, you know, down the road, you know, weeks are passing. Now there's a countrywide mask shortage, worldwide mask shortage, because、right. people are using masks that don't necessarily need one. And I know at our hospital, they actually、oh, had to have security security guards like guarding the gates and kind of the storerooms because people are trying to take masks. They、oh, actually, yeah, they're literally grabbing masks and leaving the hospital. They're not even patients. Coming in in droves and stealing our masks, and also all of like the droplet precaution rooms, they had masks displayed, and now they have them hidden because family members were grabbing them. So、oh. unfortunately, there's you know everyone's trying to protect themselves, but now the healthcare workers, you know the people that are sick, there's a shortage、yeah. for them, which that's not good for everybody. So wow, that's interesting. Well, yeah, we beginning、um, the beginning of February for us in outpatient, we kind of like started、um, just laying out a few masks on a you know on our front desk office.、Mm-hmm. So for people who come into outpatient.、Um, We,、um, if they're sick, we actually put a, a sign out there. If you're not feeling well, or、um, if you're sick, either cancel your appointment or wear the mask. So we sent our one of our guys to actually purchase or find some mask. And I remember he went through the entire city to look for mask, and he wasn't able to find any. And it was, I guess, the beginning of February. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. So it took him about like half an hour to forty minutes. To go to different pharmacies and drugstores to see if he can find masks. So that was the beginning of February, picking up, not being able to find masks or people stealing masks. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's what it, that. And there's articles of that. So that is happening. I know it's confirmed in our hospital. It's people are stealing masks. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's going.、Um, it's going、uh, very. It's growing actually. Yeah. And um, it's um in the U.S. started in month of February that、uh, they reported that they are people. Um, there's people, one people in the hospital, and it's growing every single day. Um, in month of March, it's growing again. There are more people that are 
actually a victim of this coronavirus. And I feel like the information to get out from the first place, you know, where it happened, where it started, it's taken a lot of time for this to come out. Um, I was reading this article from February regarding coronavirus in a research article titled a novel uh-huh. coronavirus from patients with pneumonia in China. It started in December and it started in, in China in a, in a fish market. And oh, wow. very experienced uh, scientists have decided that this was a strain that mm-hmm. is a coronavirus strain. So people think, oh, coronavirus, coronavirus. Even I didn't know, but coronavirus isn't an umbrella of other viruses. So a lot of people you might have heard of SARS, you know, severe acute respiratory syndrome or MERS, uh, Middle East respiratory syndrome. So those are other yeah. coronaviruses, but this is like a unique one that draw that that jumped from another species, an animal, and it's called a uh-huh. spillover event. So it went from being something humans didn't get to now we're being exposed to this strain for the first time ever so of course that results in a lot of sickness and then you mentioned Dana it's it's popping up all over the the country and the states now I mean it's it's all over the we'll talk about you know some countries that are affected more so in the beginning but it's we can't contain it at this point no as I was actually (laughs) um just study of uh, not study but looking for some information some countries that um the, the rate of uh this cor- uh, coronavirus is high is the first one was china and it was south korea italy was the third country and then iran it was uh, another country in japan and i'm sure there are there, there are more than that but I just of course, and probably by the time first. we post this this video or the podcast, there'll be even more, right? So it's, oh, yeah. we're, we expect that it's going to go that trend based on exactly. what everyone's saying. So Exactly. And then um, also I was hearing that um, U.S. has banned uh, traveling to some countries mm-hmm. because, um, because of this issue. And or I've heard a few people that were supposed to travel to abroad like japan um or you know other countries they kind of canceled their uh flights or what about the people that were stuck oh yeah did you hear about the cruise ship people from princess oh did you hear about that one so there was people that were quarantined gosh i feel like i should pull up internet tab and get the right dates but there was like days they were quarantined on a cruise ship. So can you imagine if you were an inside room, meaning you don't have an ocean view or a balcony and you can't leave your room for a week or more? Oh gosh, no. How cabin fever you would have, <laughs> like getting out. There was oh. pictures. People, if you haven't read this article or see, heard about this, re- look it up. There's people like kissing the ground when they, when they walk out of the ship because oh, it's like they've been stuck for so long. Oh my god, that would be terrible. No, I would be seasick. No, I can't. I can't do that for sure. No, and I've heard um, a few. Uh, one of my friends actually texted me that um, uh, her family is panicking because of this um, virus, and they're here. They're not in Iran, and um, they're they're kind of uh, going, uh, getting stuff, and stocking at home, and not really leaving the house. 
But um, also one more thing I noticed, um, I was at the uh, CVS uh, drugstore the other day and I was just looking for a small hand sanitizer. I usually keep one in the car. Mm -hmm. So usually like use it in the car while I'm driving. So the section that you keep all these uh, fluids um, and vitamins, let's say supplements like elderberry and all those hand sanitizers, it's, it was almost empty. Like are these people just buying them and saving them at home? because of this or what's going on so that was another thing mm. I noticed mm -hmm. and then um, Sarah can you tell us about like some of the, the signs um, is it just the same as a flu um, or is it like a fever with a certain amount like a degree of the fever that we need to kind of be aware of it so what are some of the signs of it so I was just kind of looking up some things from the WHO which is the World Health Organization so I just briefly uh, read that fever, cough, a shortness of breath, um, in severe cases, there's the acute respiratory syndrome, and then, you know, people are passing away. They also maybe had kidney failure, you know, some really, really bad things, you know, are, are happening at that point. But that might not be different than influenza A, for example. And, and maybe we'll hear more as, as time goes on, or maybe people have heard specifics, but that's, that's what I, what I read from the who today. So. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And, um, it's not a droplet, right? I mean, I just want to make sure. So it's, it's not airborne precautions, but mm -hmm. it is droplet. But this was oh, okay. this was kind of weird. So I looked this up on online too because my hospital we do not have N95 masks. We have no? PAPRs if someone is airborne, which is this big apparatus we put on. We look like we're Ghostbusters. It's like <laughs> this mask, and then it has or this alien. long vacuum, and then I have like this waist. This oh seriously, I have a waist thing that that's the 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 motor is attached by a waist belt that I click on. So I go in there like you know gearing up for space. And that's for that's for an airboard room. And then for like just a droplet room, we have a surgical mask type. So I've been using surgical ma mask with, with patients that have had flu since I started working. We do not have a coronavirus yet at our hospital. Knock on yeah. wood. Hopefully it stays that way. <laughs> but yeah. I'm, I'm anticipating it will probably continue to spread. But we are using um, surgical masks and that is approved. So if you are sick, you wear a surgical mask. If you're a healthcare provider, you also wear a surgical mask when you're going into a patient's room that has any flu, whether it's coronavirus or influenza A or anything else that's out there for flu, not TB, tuberculosis, mm -hmm. that's, that's airborne. And then I did read, though, that you would want to wear a PAPR or an N95 for doing certain surgical procedures. So certain jobs, like the example the WHO uh, person gave on their, yeah. their uh, website was like if you're extubating a patient, you're removing that, that tube and you're really like right there with them, that that would be considered you should wear additional protection. But, you know, the therapist, the doctor walking into the room, you know, the social worker conversing, you know, just a surgical mask. Yeah, but the surgical mask, it's not really preventing. Is it really preventing for sure? <laughs> yeah, I read about that. That it's like not really. Eh. Not the really. two places I read it wasn't really proven, but. 
Yeah. I hope someone in the comments proves me wrong to make me feel better about that. <laughs> but the thing is, too, yeah. droplet can get into the nose, the mouth, or the eyes. So yeah, it's like through the saliva, right? I mean, I mean, the, through the saliva. I mean, like if you're sneezing or coughing on someone's face. Yes. So yeah. we do have yeah. surgical masks like in our ICU rooms that have yeah. that, that plastic, like the, I don't know what kind of plastic it would be like for over the, the eye shield, whatever that would be called. Yeah. So it's a surgical mask with eye shield. You know, I feel like I'm at the dentist. So that, oh. that does help. And we use that for people that are, have a lot of phlegm or coughing. You know, it doesn't matter what they have. You know, if they're like, you know, really coughing and you're doing feeding with them, yeah, you should probably put that on um, sometimes. So that's kind of recommended for certain patients artificially. So I think that would probably help better than just a regular surgical mask. And that's not, you know, airborne. Oh, okay. And then something that I felt like was uh, funny when I read, I mean, it's not funny. Of course, this is a sensitive topic and yeah. I understand, but... Um, it was saying that is it better to fist bump or handshake? <laughs> to, to Where was this? Where'd you read this? That's pretty. That's funny. You know, I'm just. I love Google. It's my friend, <laughs> my best friend. Like I always like, even if I'm studying, like I always like find answers in Google. And mm -hmm. as I was reading about it, I was just like, what if just people do the fist bump and like just greeting through feet, like. <laughs> you're inventing a new concept Anna. Yes. <laughs> no but it's it's true because like I think so many people in fact I've had a lot of people in my ho in my hospital I go in to see them and uh -huh. I knock on the door I you know, I gel in you gel out it's part of our procedure you know you don't want to not do that for the patients but also you can get cited by our departments and by you know auditing organizations if you don't do so but I had a, a gentleman that had a sign and on oh. his bed please wash your hands before you work with me and of course I did it you know we gel in we put gloves on but I did let him know I, I, I so of course I everything I do has to be educational at some point so I did wash my hands I said you know I'm following your instructions and I'm happy to continue to do so but if someone is sick, you know, wearing a mask is the best protection, you know, for you. So if anybody is sick in yeah. your family, they need to wear a mask or not be around you. And yes, wash yeah. your hands as much as possible. But us healthcare providers, we are gelling in, we're gelling out, we do wash our hands regularly. Uh, but when you're out in the community, that's not guaranteed. So try to wash your hands as much as possible. And same with your family. But I think that people are so into, you know, the I don't want to give specific names of products, but you know, wipes to get rid of bacteria and they, oh, they sure. market it, you know, it kills 99% of bacteria that they've tested so yeah there's other ways to to kill uh, germs and unfortunately people don't realize droplets and how people get sick to begin with so that was a yeah. long comment to your your what you kind of just said but I think it goes to the point that yeah we we shouldn't be touching people but there's worse ways to get it and most people don't know that which is of coughing course. into the the face of any, any, any orifice 
Yeah, but you know, I just noticed that people are really stressing out over this. I mean, I, I yeah. understand this is this is a, um, a virus that there is no um, vaccination against it. They haven't found it yet. However, I had um, I had patients that are questioning me, like, how are you dealing with this? Are you wearing masks going to people's home? When I'm doing the home health or they're asking me, hey, we're concerned. We just want to cancel our therapies and we just want to, you know, not being in contact with any health professional at this point. And, you know, I totally understand. And um, I had this conversation with one of my clients that they want to cancel. And I totally get it because if I guess if there is a weak immune system and if there is other uh, issues, complications going on with someone um just taking the, the universal precautions may not be enough mm -hmm. so okay. um so that's why i was feeling that um yeah if um you know that's why maybe they're canceling or maybe it's they're just stressing out over this and one thing about it is um the more clients more of my clients if they're watching media uh, and just I guess they're more being influenced by it. And that's something that more media is just, uh, it's because it's out there. People are talking about it. They're mm -hmm. saying that the flights are canceled. They're saying that people are actually our victims now. And I guess that's kind of like putting more fear in their system. And, you know, it's yeah, anything. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, because I had like cancellations and um, a few patients, like um, not, not too many, but people kind of like want to hold off and see what's going on. Mm-hmm. And um, and also, I, I just think that um, it's people are very um, anxious about this. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you, oh, for for us that who are in a healthcare field may not be as uh, you know frightful or kind of uh, worried about this as much as other people who are not in a healthcare field. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's the case? I don't. I'm not sure. I'm just like thinking. I think there's a lot of factors. So it doesn't okay. help that people don't necessarily know what it is and how this, this virus is built. You know, it went from not existing to all of a sudden being like everywhere and people have fear about that and people are dying. It is a main focus of the media. So, you know, whenever anything is covered more than, than a certain topic, it's going to be on people's minds. Exactly. And then I think that people don't put into perspective that there are a lot of their flus out there and that influenza A, for example, had several people in my hospital hospitalized that are in their, you know, forties, mm fifties, -hmm. early sixties, hospitalized for months that maybe had something yeah. like an ECMO because they had heart failure. So that's uh, basically advanced heart therapy. So there's people that have really struggled with the flus that are out there and because they didn't have the flu shot or maybe they did have the flu shot you know there's all kinds of stuff going around but there's mm -hmm. a fear component of uncertainty yeah. of what this is and and like like i mentioned earlier you know people don't even know how you get a flu let alone exactly. what this is and i mean i made the mistake of going to costco a couple days ago and oh my gosh it's like people are buying everything oh I, my God. yeah it is funny to, before we we started this call Dedo just shared with me briefly she she had a friend what did you say a friend that's stocking up yeah. too so yeah it's yeah. it's happening and i was like i just want to get milk and some other oh. things it's like <laughs> and then here's people are they're stocking up for the year 
so it it's It's definitely it's it's been carrying on and it's been building and it's only going to probably get worse this level of fear oh no that's not yeah i mean the people stealing masks back from what february or january Mm -hmm. it's like now we have a shortage and it's just going to make it worse for everybody exactly i guess the stress of it it's worse i mean just being stressed out about this is just making it worse it doesn't make the situation better at all no. And um, th- that's why I felt like sometimes just having a little bit sense of humor about this maybe might help, just, <laughs> you know, get the mind uh, out of, you know, all the stress about it. But I've seen, um, also I was just going to mention this. I've seen like, I don't know, it's a funny fact or it's something that um, I saw it in the media that um, someone like putting the mask on the over over the their pets uh, it was a dog oh my gosh face like I saw like in China I guess it was like Korea or China that they kind of like having their pets were a mask and what? as I was just looking at it I was wondering if is it only for a dog or other like pets can get involved is it for birds but, you know, like I was just like questioning all these. And then some something else also I saw the other day. There was um, one of the, um, I, I'm not sure if it was China, Korea. One lady had a mask but had uh, an opening to, to be able to smoke. My and she gosh. was like, she was smoking and putting the valve, uh, like taking the valve off, smoking, and then putting the valve back on on her mask. So I was like, kind of confused. Okay, so you're wearing a mask. But you're still smoking. And anyway, it's <laughs> so a lot of confusing like <laughs> things about that image. I can't see the image like you, but I have my own thoughts, as I imagine. I'm sure our listeners yeah. do too. Anyways, yeah, so interesting topic. Anything? Any other stories, Sarah, that we want to talk about? What do oh. you think? Yeah, the cruise ship one. I did wind up looking that up because I I was curious, so I went back and and kind of saw that. So basically, they were on the ship. So one person was diagnosed with it and had symptoms. So they quarantined them for it was a a Japan cruise. Uh So 3,700 passengers were on board and 1,045 crew members were on board and they all went to quarantine. So as you can imagine, what started with a small amount of people turned into like the whole ship was pretty much, you know, sick. The workers were passing it on. I I mean, not everybody, but it just kind of grew because apparently there's like a latent uh, um, time before you get it. So it could be like up to 15 days I think I read somewhere so people might have it and not show signs right away but be passing it on which was one reason it's so bad but yeah there's some Mm -hmm. there's some uh, funny pictures from people getting off the the cruise ships too because it's just like can you imagine like you 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 look forward to your vacation you know maybe you have one a year one every couple years like a big one and this was probably like a multiple day cruise and then it turned into a nightmare of them just being stuck on the boat oh it's like i like cruises so that would be just like devastating oh me too but i love i love to kind of be there like for a short time short amount of time not like for a month being in a room not being on earth (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I like going to different destinations because it's like a hotel that moves, you know. I like yeah. that and food there. 
but yeah, it's yeah. So that was that was my story. People stealing masks is the big one. Yeah, just a lot of fear. Like we have a lot of patients. Just their families keep asking for masks. So unfortunately, it's a little bit of uh, people aren't educated. And going back to what you first said, you know, healthcare field. Well, it doesn't necessarily mean you need to be in healthcare fields. You just either have to have someone give you information that knows what they're talking about, or research it yourself. And even then, we're not experts, and we don't claim to be so uh, yeah that we can we have a lot of resources we can look at yeah but yeah just, <laughs> just taking the, the universal precautions washing hands and um, just as far as you know just if you're feeling sick and unwell just not going to the public or you know I guess just the universal precautions for now and then see what happens mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's all we can do but there's definitely a lot of fear and a lot of panic, but it, it isn't isn't there panic every every like you know, flu that every comes month. out every month. Every month. Every <laughs> There's always month. something, you know. Like in 2000, they thought the world would end. There's always like these like certain days and calculations, and it's the end of the day. Exactly. It's like life goes on. So, <laughs> you know, I've learned uh, from what. Yeah, you know all the um, you know every every month something happens. I mean every three months maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, we just we, I I learned like we should not live our life in the fear of mm-hmm. what if it happens. What if um, something happens like this? Uh, but definitely just the you know if in immediate like yeah people can get influenced by just like watching it and then just hearing about it all the time. And I guess, um, yeah, we just not we should not just let ourselves to get a stress on over this. I so. agree. Good advice, Jenna. <laughs> yeah. And if you're ready, um, we can talk about our quote of the day. Sounds good. Tonight. So it's from Buddha, and it um, says that to keep the body in a good health is a duty. Otherwise, we shall not be able to keep our mind strong and clear. Great. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Well, thanks, everybody, listening to us about um, our hot topic of the month, coronavirus. Yes. And hope, yeah. And hope everybody's safe and healthy and just stay away from the stress. <laughs> Good advice. Thank you for joining you, us, Sarah. everyone. Thank you, Donna. Thank you, Sarah. Have a great night. Thank you, too. Bye. Bye. Bye.